you can't tell me you're not going to have a good time watching the Dolphins this season, just like you can't tell me that you wouldn't enjoy a cheeky episode of Ghost Hunters. The Drop Back with Sam Lewis, Matt Burns Peak, and Joe Costanzo. Welcome back to another episode of the Dropback Podcast. I'm Sam Lewis and joined as ever by Joe Costanzo. Hello, Lewis. <laughs> Matt Burns Peak. Howdy Doodly, Mr. Sleepy. And Stan Wilson. What's up, Slew? How's it doing? I'm doing well. Okay, well how are we all doing it. today? Oh, I'm sorry to come out punching this week. <laughs> all right. So before we get to the point that's going to cause Matt's head fully explode if you're already in that spot with the AFC East oh. later on, you're in the danger let's... zone. Let's start off. Last week, we were on a pretty happy mood because teams were going back to camp, looked like we'd be heading towards some sort of a season, and now it's all come crashing down again. Players are holding out. First of all, we don't have a playoff, which is good and bad. If you're on the edge of a roster, you're basically screwed at this point, aren't you? We have no preseason. Mm-hmm. It means you can't unearth those uh, UDFA gems because you, you never see them play. That's very true. Yeah, it's beneficial for those veterans who may usually have become ca- casualties. But if you don't know what you've got otherwise, it's really a chance those guys are going to remain yeah. on losses. Devontae Parker must be fucking pissed, man. That's his, that's his postseason. That's his prime. Apart from last season when he was excellent and he's an absolute snub for the top, the top 100. Say it now. Maybe, well, maybe, maybe it's actually a benefit for you that if he starts off really hot before fading, maybe he'll just have a really great first four weeks of the season. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it. No, because they actually matter. So, fuck off. And a more more prevalent news towards the season actually happening is all of these players recording on Tuesday have dropped out, both voluntary opt outs and the higher risk opt. Outs. Yes, there's different um, repercussions for what they do. If you're higher risk, you get a little bit more reimbursement. I think it's about three hundred and fifty thousand dollars. And yeah, it's three fifty for at risk, and then one fifty for not. One fifty for the. But for also, us the fact that regulars. It, but if you're higher risk, it does count of a year of your contract, so you get that edge closer to free agency. Whereas that if you're sucks. if you're opting out regularly, it doesn't count of a year of your contract. So. That's an interesting caveat. Mm. Well, I think the idea is that it stops those, I don't know, maybe Dak Prescott going into the last contract. You don't want to risk injury going into a free agency year. Yeah, true. I don't know if if it's there to maybe put a little bit of thought behind that so people don't just hold out in contract years. But My my box-standard brain didn't even think of that. We've had some big names drop out so far. We've had um, Donta Hightower, Brandon Bolden, Patrick Turn. And uh, many others along with um, Lawrence. Michael Pierce, you got Andre oh, yeah. Smith. Marquise the sprinter. Yeah, he doesn't want to play. Uh, Goodwin. Exactly. Oh, Bad loss for the Eagles. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a weird. felt like a personal attack for no reason. Mm. Marquise <laughs> yeah. Goodwin. I'm not even sure he was even going to make the team anyway, but. Whoa. You need, right. you need all the fast That's catchy so boys you can find, fella. Biggest lie. <laughs> We drafted like three fasty boys, so oh yeah, and you were and they're all going to make the roster now because we drafted and there's no preseason, so and you don't worry buzz- about that. You were buzzing about Jalen Rager, weren't you? Yeah, I'm. I'm feeling a bit more positive about him. Now he is. Yeah, because on draft night, I thought you were going to fucking yeah. I'll admit it was it was a hot headed reaction. I've 
subsequently calmed down. Brett Coleman helped me molten a lot there. Molten head. Yeah. Molten head. Molten head. It wasn't even just a hot head. You fully lost it. Yeah. So originally, what the NFL said is they, they're allowing seven days from once they put this in effect to allow people to drop out. Surely that's probably going to be extended because we don't know what's going to happen up till the season. If in seasons in 45 days, say in a month from now, there's another huge outbreak. Players aren't going to want to risk it as much as they do if it's a bit more under control. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't understand why players would risk playing in the first place. Like we look at the state over in England, it's already a bit risky players going back and playing sports, but America, they, the handling of the situation has been so poor. Why would you bother going back in the first place? Like we've seen in baseball, the Miami Marlins, they've already had a breakout. They've had 14 players, 14 players and coaches. Yeah. And so they've had to cancel all their games and stuff. And it just doesn't seem worth the risk at all if you're you're already going to earn like hundreds Mm. of thousands of pounds. Especially in a a state where there's basically no social distancing. We've seen what's happened in Florida, like you said, where the Marlins are. Yeah. They're all on different playing fields. If you're in a state where basically everyone's acting as normal anyway, you're in such a high-risk situation. Mm. Yeah, no, it can't yeah. be worth even the minimal health standpoint from a personal point of view for these healthy athletes. Question: Are, they, are they able to? Are they able to opt back in, or is it know. just like? Is it just like? Pfft, I think me? once you opt out, you opt out. Yeah, I think that, that the option to, to opt out should be there at all times because at the end of the day, you've got to put your family and yourself first. So yeah, exactly. Why? Why? We should be able to opt out exactly like you're saying partway through the season if it gets a bit more serious. And not that it's not serious at the moment, but yeah, if it takes another tick down on the curve. Yeah, bad, bad yeah. step. Mm. Yeah, it's pretty. The, bad. Uh, the whole Marlins thing kind of worries me, to be honest. Why? Because I, I'm just kind of. I just feel like with that and and just how many people are involved on on a football team yeah, and with the point, front actually. office and everything you're looking at. Plus, it's a contact sport. Hundreds like of people. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm not sure and, how how did the Premier League manage to do it? Like what the NBA is doing. Yeah, but you can't do what the NBA is doing. We said we said this last week that. Yeah, no, I know. It's, it's smaller squads and there's less of a season left to play. They've just got the too many playoffs men. basically to go. Too many men. <laughs> too many men, yeah. too many, many men. And for some mm. reason, they aren't going to be able to do something like how the Premier League do. I don't know if there were any breakouts. We didn't hear about any from the Premier League. But the fact is, that was also finishing a season. I think if we just kicked off in the UK, the season would have been abandoned. It's, yeah, uh, with the NFL starting yeah. a new season, it just I don't think realistically it's going to happen there's got to be something come out that's going to shut the whole thing down mm. yeah did you guys hear the um bruce Arians quote that he gave to i think it was in the tampa bay times or something he said um he was basically saying that, that all players are going to get sick it's just a matter of how sick they get and the team that manages that the most is going to win it's a sad reality but mm. that's going to be the case in america mm. but yeah that's that's the thing like with the marlins none of the players or coaches had any symptoms it was the, that's the it was just a matter it. of testing Exactly, like being asymptomatic, and then you can yeah. pass it on. Eventually, you can pass on someone who's got an underlying health issue, and that's them to kick the bucket. But then, is this a more? Is this a greater America issue rather than because, like we said, there weren't any breakouts in the UK, but straight away we're in, what week one of baseball, and there's already a whole team that's basically been wiped out. Yeah, but in yeah. America, it's a whole different. It's a completely different cut of fish. They they handle it so poorly that. They're, they're like starting to ease down from virus and stuff. Like you've got Disney, places like Disney World and Florida completely open. Yet the virus is still at pretty much an all-time high. So if I'm the NFL, I'm yeah. cancelling the season. Yeah. 
That'd be sad, but also compl- completely yeah. justified. Yeah. yeah, I think it should be cancelled. I, I hate to see it, but it just should be cancelled. Don't think it will be, though. It is the how, classic. How, what, how many people do need to opt out for the NFL to seriously have a think about it? I think, like, if some more big names come out, like, if, like... Quarterbacks, uh, as we say. Yeah, quarterbacks. Like, imagine if Tom Holmes opted out. They'd yeah. be like, right, well, there's probably not no mm. point. I don't think it's necessarily opting out. I think it's just going to be a measure of, just to be pessimistic here, but when the season starts, a bunch of people are going to test positive and then, like what we're seeing with baseball, that they don't really have a plan for what happens then. Yeah, it's a panic stage. We've seen these these teams, players already aren't social distancing. We've seen during the off-season, Tampa Bay players working out with Tom Brady in parks. Same Mm. with the 49ers. They all went to Tennessee and and a few of them tested positive. So... It's not just an NFL thing. The players need to be responsible one way or the other as well. That is mm. true. Yeah. And if, they, and if it's that they want to stay out for their health, absolutely fine. But if they want mm. the season to go ahead, they're going to have to properly socially isolate. Otherwise, it's not going to do such. Yeah, they're going, to need to spe- they're going to need to spend 16, 17 weeks away from their families. Like, that's the only way they can be able to realistically social distance yeah. and count yeah. the season. And I'm never going to advocate for them to do that because that's, yeah, their, that's, their, a, that's, their that's personal a horrible decision. thing to ask yeah. for someone. But the thing is, with yeah. the NFL as well, such a physical sport, I don't understand. If it gets shut down for a couple of weeks in the middle, it's not like football or baseball where you can just start it up again. There's going to be such a huge risk of injury. Mm. If, yeah, exactly. we, if you wind down for three, four weeks in the middle and expect people to be game ready straight away. Mm. There'll be no a- a- ACLs left in the building, mate. And no preseason either, so... Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll yeah, it's season. Mm-hmm. It's one of those. I think you're right, like... I think at, at some point it will, they'll they'll have to seriously consider cancelling the season. And it is the classic, you hate to see it, but you also love to see it because you don't want people, loads of people to get sick and die. No, yeah, Colin, Colin Murray gets it, then I'm, I'm done. <laughs> done as it's done, or you just... What, what will his season? rating be? <laughs> what will his Madden rating be if he gets coronavirus? It'll go down to a 67. His, his injury <laughs> rating will be terrible. Yeah. I mean, he's already been snubbed as it is, so I couldn't get much there worse. Really. That's, that's what I was after. <laughs> Not as much of a bite as you were hoping for, though. The one thing the NFL have done, though, as a bit of to future-proof it, is that they've raised the minimum cap for next year back up to 175 million. It's about 198 next year. But there's a worry that if games aren't going to go ahead, you don't get your fan money, you don't get your TV license deals. Yeah. And if mm. salary caps plummet, because it, I, it's about 55% of the average team's revenue is how they work out the salary cap. Yeah, it's obviously with revenue, isn't it? So if that, obviously, the season doesn't go ahead, revenue's going to absolutely plummet. So mm. by putting that safeguard, 175 million, they were expecting it to be about 210, before, obviously before COVID, given the current growth. It's about 30 million less than what teams were expecting it to be next year. We're going to see some big cap casualties, though. Mm. And so are these players sitting out of the season? Is there going to be the sad reality that general managers to go look at them and go you're not committed when we're having when having you uh, i mean you'd, you'd you'd like to think not but nothing really surprises me with american it's, sports well you you can't do that for any of the at-risk players anyway it's it's just going to be the voluntary opt-outs that they might do that but if you look at the case of donta hightower for example he's he's doing it because he's got a two-week-old son that was just born yeah. that might mm. be you know potentially That's- at risk that's completely fair as well. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if someone like Russell Wilson did exactly the same thing. Considering yeah. the worst program, like you've got a few baseball players do exactly the same for um, 
the same reason. So I wouldn't be surprised if more football players like. And and also like, what if obviously the at-risk people are like it's family members that are that they're worried about potentially infecting, mm-hmm. but also like players can have friends and stuff and 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 like people within their social groups that are you know at risk as well. Like it's it's a I, I think it would be very unfair to be to take that cynical. Oh, if you're a voluntary opt out, then you're clearly not committed to football because there, yeah. you know, there's so many implications to getting the virus and everything like that. Like, well, even the voluntary opt out, Donta Hightower, despite his newborn child, it counts as a voluntary opt out because his particular health records aren't yeah. on the what counts as at right. risk. Yeah, it's it doesn't bogus. Affect you personally. It's bogus. There, there, shouldn't, there shouldn't be two levels of it. It should yeah. just be an opt-out. Exactly. Um, yeah. And it should be the level. It should count towards your contract or, and you should get that higher grade. You shouldn't be paid less because you're being, at the end of the day, a better citizen. Not a better citizen, but you're but, yeah. doing what you believe to be right. Yeah. You're protecting your family. Yeah, exactly. And a lot of these people are, are basically playing the game for their family and, at the end of the day. And yeah, Exactly. To to think that by sitting out of this season to to protect their family, they're getting kind of punished for it. Wouldn't be fair. Yeah, it'd be absolutely bogus. Okay, so shall we shoulder, soldier on ahead as if the season is definitely happening? Because at the moment we're assuming it is. And uh, let's start our AFC East preview with last year's winners, and we'll. So Matt, was that face? It's the New England Patriots. <laughs> They're going to suck this year. How, right. how, how, Any, how my, about that? I'm actually, I, might, I might actually ban you from talking about the Patriots. Why? You... Yeah, I've got a level. I've, I've, I've I know, got my level. Objectivity. Now I've, I've got. I've got my my. Uh, you know my my fair hat on. All right, go on then. I genuinely don't think they're going to be any good. Um, I think Cam Newton was a very good signing for them. Obviously, we've talked about that a lot. Obviously, Bill Bill Belichick is still outrageously good head coach um, I think I mean also it's kind of cynical but with some of the people that they've lost with the opt-out like yeah. Dante, Dante Hightower um, lost Cannon as well like big pieces like start, yeah exactly like starting players that are important Patrick to them Trump. yeah who, who well, they've lost now yeah like you're saying there Dante Hightower was the last starting linebacker they had left they lost Van Noy and Jamie Collins in free agency. So, exactly. And, and that's the piece, that's the position that Bill Belichick likes to do most of his damage with anyway. So, if that position's decimated, the one thing they do have going for them is that if there's one thing um, Bill can do, it is coach up defense. Yeah. You so, you've got to assume they're going to. I, I can't see the Patriots defense being outright bad. No, it won't be, but, they won't, they won't, it won't be bad. I, I just think they'll. I've, I mean, when I say they're going to suck, I think I still can't envisage, in, envisage like them getting less than like five wins or six wins. Like they're not going to be, they're not going to fucking suck, suck. They're just not. I just don't see them being. Yeah, there's the Patriots, Patriots would, standards. Exactly. Well, yeah. Five and eleven for their floor. Then I still I, can't go to five eleven. I think seven and nine maybe floor. Really? Mm. Six so and ten if it all falls. I said six and ten. I'm going five and eleven here. Yeah, fuck you two. Me and Stan know what's up. But either yeah, way, not... they're not in this. They're not in this tank for Trevor situation. Ah, you. I, I mean, I feel like I know the Pats. Oh. The Pats do a lot of uh, 
they a lot of gamesmanship and, and bendy wendy the rules but I, I, there's I, no I, way they're tanking yeah we're not, we're not saying bill's telling people to sit out the season so no that was amazing oh, so, yeah, he's, he's getting everyone to opt <laughs> out imagine yeah, there is no way Bill Belichick. He's a he's a competitor, and he's he's got something to prove. As is Tom Brady now. Yeah, he's separated. He's you got sound to like prove. a YouTube comment section. Yeah. <laughs> it's so true though. He's got something yeah. to prove now. Yeah, there's no way the Pats like are gonna accept intentionally losing. That's that's that, that ain't it. Um, exactly. It's hard think, to motivate uh, NFL players to lose, especially at a time like this. Like when you're it's a lot. E- to... It's a lot easier if they're all on the sidelines with COVID. Yeah, true. But then also you've got to put players out, right, if we're going to have a season. And literally, if you're going to ask players to... Well, I mean, I don't think when teams tank, they specifically ask players to go out and play bad. But if you intentionally put put players in... That aren't not, up to scratch. Yeah, aren't up to scratch or in not unwinnable situations, then especially at a time when, you know, they last hope because everyone else has opted out. Like, it's, it's, a, it's an extra mm. rough treatment of them, isn't it? If they're like... In that situation, but yeah, I mean, I mean, look, the, the Patriots, the, the Patriots, still the Patriots, they could still. I am excited to see what the what Bill and Josh Josh McDaniels managed to get out of Cam Newton. Um, I think Cam um, Cam Newton, he's I don't think he's the quarterback he once was. I've said this in past episodes. I'm not massive. I'm not massively high on the science, to be honest, because we all saw what he was like. Like his shoulder, it just doesn't look the same. And he says he says he's fully healed, but he's like, once you've had an injury like that. I don't think there's any way he's going to come back from it. You like, say Cam Newton's fitting. I mean, Josh McDaniels yeah. did manage to get to the playoffs with Tim Tebow. So yeah, if he can do it with Tim Tebow, he could definitely build a plan around Cam Newton's yeah, physicality. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. John, uh, yeah, Josh McDaniels is a great offensive coordinator. And he, like, obviously, he used like a more mobile quarterback in Tim Tebow and took him to the playoffs. So I don't doubt Josh McDaniels' ability. I'm jo- doubting Cam Newton's ability more than anything. So what you're saying is he should just run it. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that Cam Newton's an okay quarterback, but he's not. He's not going to. He's not going to win an MVP season. He's not going to have an MVP season with the Pats. There's um, no chance of anything like that. And with that passing core around him, they will need him to be MVP 2018 or 2018 Cam Newton because Brady even Fresh. struggled. Brady yeah. even struggled throwing to what he was trying to. They still haven't replaced Gronk. And yeah. if you look at the, what they've got on the outside, yeah, they've got Edelman in the slot. But at least Philip Dorsett's gone now. Yeah, it would help to someone on the field that knows what the playbook and adjustments are. Exactly. That's always they a benefit. Nikhil Harry as well, but then that's about it, isn't it? But he had what he had a couple of healthy games down the stretch. It looked like, and yeah, Brady never really trusted him. Yeah. yeah, but then again, maybe Brady did. It was reported for years that if Brady doesn't trust you completely, then he's not going to throw your way. So maybe Cam Newton's a bit more of a trusting guy. Yeah, yeah I mean. He's been treated so well by previous franchises. I don't see why he wouldn't trust anyone. <laughs> His receivers didn't do anything to him. That's except true. Kelvin. Did Kelvin Benjamin call him out a couple of years ago? Am I remembering that right? That sounds like a Kelvin Benjamin thing to do, I don't know. Yeah. Could be. All right, moving on. Last year, they made the AFC wildcard. And a lot of people... Oh, sorry, actually, what's Patriots ceiling? Where do we think they can go if everything goes right? 11 and 5. Ten and six. Ten, ten and six. I'm, I think I'm a ten and six team. A depressing yeah. ten and six with yeah. loads of low scoring, low shit scoring running wins. games. <laughs> yeah, I'm just Matt really. Like, so I don't know. So, yeah. so, that, so because of that, Matt, they're nailed on for a ten and six season. Yeah, because it would just be shithousery football again. It made me sad. <laughs> All right. 
So the Buffalo Bills, do, do they look like their favourites for the division then for the first time 100%. ever? 100%. Bills are building something there. Bills are yeah. building yeah. a fat second so, place. Take it, take, take it away then, Stan. <laughs> take it away. Um, yeah, Bills have got the roster. They, all they need is Josh. It's all on Josh Allen now because he looked better down the stretch last season. But if you, then if you look at the stat line, he only threw for what, like 3,000 yards or something? Yeah. However, you've got Devin Singletary. He's going to be taking a majority of the carries now with um, Frank Gore gone. They've got one of the best defences in the league, a great O-line and a decent receiver core. Um, and more support, I'm a massive fan of Sean McDermott and what he's done for that locker room and how he's built that squad up. And I, I can see them winning the division out right here and maybe going 12 and 4. That's can I say it. something? Yeah. I was going through this list and I was ticking off everything exactly as you just said it. And yeah. then I remembered that I wrote an article last year basically talking about the Bears the exact same way. And if Mitch <laughs> Trubisky could take that next step. Josh Allen's better than Mitch Trubisky. He is. He is. But we still get to see him prove that he's the guy. He's had some good games, but remember what happened in that Texans game where they blew a 17-point lead, it seemed, or 10-point lead. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That was good. That yeah. was good vibes. I, know, I do like Josh Allen. I'm ju- it just worried me when I was saying if Josh Allen can take that next step, they're a serious contender. It just gave me really nasty deja vu <laughs> more than anything else. Yeah, fair enough. No, they, they, their, their floor could be, quite, could be quite low, but their ceiling's quite high. The defence is what's going to carry them. I think they're good enough defense, and they've got a better O line than the Bears did last year. Yeah. So they should be able yeah. to run the ball consistently. Josh Allen was really good running the ball, Le- only less than Lamar, and I want to say Kyler was yeah. the other one of more rushing yards than him. Beast. Or uh, Prescott as well. No, he was definitely third. I can't remember if Kyler was the one that was number two. He can't throw the ball. He can throw the ball. I think they're a <laughs> seven and nine to eleven and five kind of team. They don't. They don't have enough firepower. To, or as enough smotheringness on defense to be a number one two seed, so I think they're probably about in that range. No, I think they're like eleven and five. Yeah. I can see them realistically. Yeah, I can't see them big going seven and nine purely because of their division. If it's not a tougher division, then maybe. But yeah, so mm. I'd say their floor eight and eight. Oh, really? Fair. And where, where do you have them on a good day or a good season? On a good season, twelve and four. Hmm. Maybe, maybe. Maybe, maybe. I, I can't I imagine know. them getting more than 11 and 5, really. Uh, it's all the same sort of wheelhouse, isn't it? It's more than a 10-win season. They're a good yeah. team, but not. can't see them getting a bye, necessarily. No, they'll be, on, they'll be playing a wildcard weekend. If there is a wildcard weekend. <laughs> I mean, they're a good team. I'd say, like, 7 and 9. And then ceiling, I'd say, like, I, 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 want, I want to go ten and six again. I just I don't trust that in tight games Josh Allen can if like if they're behind and they've got to throw the ball when Josh Allen lines up a deep mm. shot mm. it could it could end up in this postcode it could end up in the town next door like you don't he he doesn't know where it's going the receiver doesn't know where it's going. That's true. Yeah, it'd also be nice if they stop just running it into stacked boxes. No, I think they should continue doing that. That's one of my continue doing that. that Okay, so moving on to the third place team of this. Not a great team last year, but they still weren't bad enough to finish bottom of this putrid division. The New York Jets. You're just lucky that Matt's inserts being all white, because otherwise you'd be shouting at you right now. 
or is he just silently bottling up all of his anger? No, he's just You're a twat. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. There we go. Matt, you want to work? You want to talk Jets? I want to talk Jets. Right. Well, let me tell you about the fucking Jets. <laughs> let me tell you about the fucking Jets, Luke. Their head coach is fucking shit. He's got googly eyes on him. He's got Agreed. googly eyes on him. He's, he's awful. He's permanently got googly eyes. Got googly eyes on him. If he was a fucking, if he was a big Les character, he's fucking Clarence. Is he's boring? And I, I get the impression from Clarence that he had definitely run it on third and long as well. And I, Sam Darnold isn't that good. I, I really, I struggle to understand the Sam Darnold hype. I really think he's a very average quarterback. He's yeah, had a couple well, of nice games and he throws interceptions like nobody's business. Exactly. Like, like where where is this hype come from? On what basis was he, like, the, perhaps he was rumoured to be the number one pick of the draft. Of, it was 2017 when he came out, I think. Mm. And what, I mean, what sort of... Yeah, in what sort of world is he a number one pick? I get it. I know he's trunky. I know he's got a West Coast ethos, but quite frankly, he's, he's you not very much good. Hit the nail on the head. That's the reason why he makes well, some good he makes fun season. plays when he's, when he's running around and outside the actual structure of the play. But he doesn't seem to drop back, find his receiver, move on to a second read, and then hit it. It's very much all oh, first yeah. receiver's not there. Let's run around for a bit yeah. and hope it turns up. That's partially to do with the play calling though from Alan Gase, which was. It was the same year before, and it was the same at USC. I don't, I don't think you can put it all on Adam Gase. At some point, Donald's going to have to actually mature as a quarterback. Yeah. And we can't not talk about the Jets without talking about the trade for Jamal Adams, which it did seem yeah. like it was a matter of time. And the Jets, based on how much of a fallout there was, did well to get so much out of the Seahawks for Adams. Yeah, you get sure direct replacement. For, yeah, you get direct replacement for him. Was it... Um... Bradley McLeod, McDougal. 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 They've got McDougal out of it as well as two first round picks. Two yeah. first round picks, yep. yeah. The yeah, the two first so, rounders would be nice. Mm. Yeah, if they can and, draft well. And McDougal's a bit of a thumper, which is always good at the safety position. So, yeah. Yeah. He's, he's no, no, no one's going to say he's a direct replacement for Jamal Adams in terms of skill level. Oh, yeah. Not. I'm not saying but, that. But, but they can get him to do his box safety run stuffing stuff. And then they've got yeah. um, May. 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 Come, May. Mark's coming mate. back from injury after missing all the last season to play that free safety role. He's decent. Mm. So they should be pretty set at the safety position. Yet yeah, it's the fact that you lose the captain of your team. Yeah, and you lose the, the healthiest player on that defense. And the way you lost him as well, it just kind of highlighted how you know players might feel about working in that organization. Yeah, yeah. That entire organization, all the all the front office, all the coaches, they just need to be chucked out, chucked out. They need to, they need to start. I, I think over. Joe Douglas has done well. He came into a situation that was pretty poisonous, and, and he's still don't have a defense. Yeah. Can I? Can I? Can I? I just want to interject with uh, going back to the Jamal Adams Adams trade. I, I'm guessing you guys saw the Lev Bell beef. Yeah. Can I just yeah. say fucking? Mm. Wankers in glass houses, fucking <laughs> complaining about oh, didn't you know, he's clearly not worried about the team. He literally fucking sat out a whole year. Like, shut the fuck up, Lev. Yeah, that, that is very yeah, true. Le- to be fair, Lev could be Lev could go slot one to be honest. He's um, yeah, pussy club. Right, that's me done. But that's <laughs> well, they're gonna hope that <laughs> hope that he was a bit more effective this year as well. They did beef up the O line. They did beef up the O line though, so they should help. <laughs> Mackay Beckton. You're the saltiest. Yeah, yeah Mackay Beckton. Beckton. I hate McGovern as well. Oh, really? You hadn't made that point perfectly clear. But you fucking, you fucking suck. 
Yeah, thank God we don't have to, you have to go through this and bleep all of this out later. Oh, no, mate. this is going to be a very Am explicit I, uh, episode. So if you're listening, I know you've been, you've been you've been firing from the from the beginning though. Before we even got to the AFC East, though, you were yeah, I told shot. you, I was already pumped up before we started. So, what they're like a three and thirteen kind of floor, mate. Get a couple of divisional wins, and I think I it know, genuinely. Maybe a lucky nine and seven. Nine, maybe a lucky nine and seven. I don't know. Nah, seven, and, eight, seven and nine eight. if it all goes well. Eight, eight, eight and eight's their ceiling. Yeah. They're not, sure challenge, they're not challenging for a wild card. No, and, and I genuinely think it would be a good thing because I think if they have a, another losing season, then they will get rid of Adam Gaze and then that, that franchise can grow and prosper. Yeah. I reckon if they, if their floor would be like... Three and thirteen, two and yeah. fourteen. They're probably one of the worst teams in football, realistically. I'd take the yeah. Jags over them. Jags are fun. Yeah, Jags they're got good. Minchie. You don't get you yeah, don't get fun vibes from the Jags. I'm, I'm going to be vindicated mm. on Minshew this year. No, you're you not. Will be. Minshew's yeah. awesome. I've given it a nice three and thirteen to seven and nine. Yeah, I'd agree yeah. with you there, Joe. Losing team. Hopefully it won't just be too embarrassing. Gen- They're just going to hope it's losers. not too embarrassing. Yeah, they'll probably be able to get a couple of wins off the Dolphins, but I can't see much else. <laughs> and speaking of, like a phoenix from the ashes, the Miami Dolphins aiming for 4-12. Sorry. I'm phoenix speechless. Is a bit ambitious. <laughs> no, I think you'll find Phoenix is completely on the money. Because, my friends... Can I just say as well, you said the Bills were weren't the favourites for this division. I'm guessing that, I mean, do you genuinely have the Dolphins winning it this year? No, I was just being a shithouse, but I, <laughs> I, I think I think the Dolphins are genuinely the, sec- the second best team in this division. Mm. And let me tell you a bunch of reasons why. <laughs> Third. Well, you've, you've got one, you've put one finger too many up there, Slew, <laughs> because we're, 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 the, we're the silver medalists, my boys. Two is going to be good. <laughs> Two is def- not going to start. Two is going to play this year, you fucking hater. Yeah, but if he's, he's not going to start. Stuff. And the only way he comes in is if you lose a game with Fitzpatrick, lose a few games with Fitzpatrick, which probably which won't happen the running. Fitzpatrick. Hey, I'm under no illusions we're going to go fucking unbeaten, fellas. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I ever said that. I just said we're going to be decent, which I think we will. I think, we, I think most of the free agent signings that we made were sensible. Some of them were quite expensive, not going to lie. But... <laughs> We were our team was pretty bad. I'm not gonna lie about that either. It was so it wasn't the best team bad. in the in the uh, NFL. So you're big you're big fan of bringing in three New England free agents that always work out. Yeah, fucking get them in. Matt Matt Breeder's gonna be the guy away from the 49ers. Matt Breeder is a fast boy, okay, and I so genuinely I think if he can if his legs don't fall apart. Then he's going to be very productive for us this season, yeah. and he's going to turn big, quite a the, big old if. quite a few heads, I imagine. And if not, okay. then um, Jordan Howard can do three yards most times. <laughs> Jordan Howard's so, a decent player if he gets, Howard, if you don't have to run him every time. Yeah, I mean behind a great O line like the Dolphins, I can't see them. <laughs> hey, I mean, wrap your noggin around this stat: Jordan Howard's got more fucking uh, touchdowns than Derrick Henry. I don't care. In the same space of time. So I really don't care about that stuff. I'm literally just taking digs at your O line because it's like a big doodle. Yeah, well, we, we've got we've got new O line bits. They they could be all right. So wow, you've got Austin Jackson. You're hoping for all right. I'm hoping for excellent. Is Austin Jackson I'm... not high risk? He's massive high risk. 
he's the biggest risk like tackle prospect in the draft, pretty much. He's no, I meant, I, meant, I meant the COVID high risk. Oh, he's probably both of them, to be honest. Yeah. But he could be he could be brilliant. How fun would that be, eh? You're telling me yeah, you don't want to see it. You don't want to see Austin time. Jackson being I brilliant. Think, I don't. Think I want. I want to see everyone risk. being brilliant. Good. I don't think at risk is um generally like just if you're obese. I think it. it <laughs> no one was no, saying that. Illness, <laughs> no, but he, he, donate, he, do, he donated. Bo- he donated bone marrow or something for his. Yeah, sister. he donated. He donated oh, bone marrow because oh, yeah. he's just a standout bloke. Like no, but you dolphins. go around calling him a chubby boy, Joe. That's a really nice attitude, mate. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. My, my fat shame our hero. So I was missing chunks of that. <laughs> no, 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 no. You cannot blame that on you the internet. <laughs> Naughty <laughs> Joe. But yeah, I, 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 I'm feeling pretty good about the Finns. I think our defence is genuinely looking pretty good. If we could if we could find like a pass rusher, that'd be swell because everything else is pretty, pretty good on the defensive Listen. side of things. <sighs> I'm not seeing it at all. Like the, the O line itself, like you can build it, you can build a god squad. But if you don't have an O line, that's it. All starts in the trenches. Yeah, but, the, but but we don't, we don't. The, the O line could now be good. Is what I'm. No, is what I'm they're all I'm, rookies. There I'm no merely hypothesising that the O line could be not trash. Your hypothesising is ludicrous. There's no way your O line is going to be good. There's no it. such thing as a ludicrous hypothesis. <laughs> Thanks, sir. But yeah, and anyway. We've we'll just fucking throw it really quickly. I don't know. I don't know, guys. I, I think <laughs> so. What after all that, we're thinking five and eleven to nine and seven. No, we're thinking fucking six, six, six and ten to <laughs> ten and six. Thank you very much. Oh, I'm mm, sorry. I was boy. hugely out there. You dick. If the dolphins are in te- go ten and six, they're not going ten and six. They're nine and seven. Max. Eight, hey, Max. Hey, you keep you keep counting us out, you fucking haters. We will, I will keep cutting you out, Matt. Oh, well, more for you. All right. <laughs> I hate this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and I think that is a good place to end it for this week then before Matt gets a little bit too angry. Make sure you follow us on social media, on Twitter and Instagram at The Dropback, at Facebook at The Dropback UK. Look at our website at www.thedropback.com or .co.uk. Either way, it'll take you through. Have you Make won? sure you subscribe to our Spotify, iTunes, wherever you get Podbean. If that's your thing. If someone's thing is Podbean, then congratulations. Podbean. But either way, thank you so much for listening. I've been Sam. I've been Joe. I've been Matt. I've been Stan. And until next time, goodbye. See you later, losers. The Drop Back with Sam Lewis, Matt Burns Peak, and Joe Costanzo. Absolute top 10 show of all time.